Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. This is Dr. Eric Tangumonkem with IEM Approach, where we inspire, equip, and motivate people to discover God's great potential in them, develop that potential, and deploy it. I want to use this moment to welcome you to this broadcast. If you are watching live, I want to thank you for joining us. If you are accessing it through my podcast, I want to thank you for tuning in. We are going to continue the discussion on my walk of faith. There are many reasons why I'm sharing my personal story with you. Part of it is to prepare you for what lies ahead of us. I'm going to be touching many different topics that I think are going to be of interest to you. Therefore, it's very important that you understand my worldview, you understand how I deal with setbacks, how I deal with failures, how I deal with disappointments, victories, defeats, you name it. I'm very interested in talking about faith because faith is at the center of everything Thing that we do. There are many different levels of faith. And for those of us who look down, who laugh at people of faith, it's just because you don't know any better. And those of us who think that faith is something to be ashamed of, it's because you don't know the definition of faith. Those of us who insist that for something to be taken seriously, it has to be physical. You have to be able to touch it, feel it, taste it, smell it. You are always one step behind. Can I submit to you that Everything that you physically touch, from the chair maybe you are sitting on right now, to the clothes on you, they all started at the invisible realm. The designers, the manufacturers, the builders, start with an image in their mind. So when we talk about faith, which is defined as the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen, or being sure of what you hope for and certain of what you've not seen. Being sure of what you hope for and certain of what you've not seen. 
what you've not seen in this context is referring to not being able to see with your physical eyes. It means whatever you are aspiring, whatever you are desiring, exists in the spiritual realm. You see it with the eyes of your mind. Are you able to see with the eyes of your mind? That is the crux of the matter. Because for something to be made manifest physically, you have to see it first. When you see it and you are sure of it, you are going to then execute. Without that, nothing is going to happen. And that is why those that come up with innovations, those that push the envelope have that ability to see what the physical eyes are not seeing. Life is governed by faith. Without faith, nothing happens. Let's us, let us not get distracted by those who try to say that faith is wishful thinking. Faith is trying to jump over a chasm without thinking about it, without any strategy. That is not faith. Faith without works is dead. And you cannot walk without a plan. You cannot walk without a strategy. You cannot walk without resources. You cannot walk without using your brain. You cannot walk without using your mind. So those who mistakenly define faith to be blind trust, to be irrational, to be a lack of knowledge, a lack of understanding, they are dead wrong. Everybody uses faith at one level or the other. Without faith, it's impossible to do anything. Faith is being sure of what to hope for and certain of what you've not seen. If you don't have faith, you cannot see the future. And when you can't see the future, you are not going to live that future. In other words, being able to anticipate what is going to happen, being able to see the end product, the end result, is governed by faith. You are sure of what you are hoping for. In the case of a farmer, the farmer is going to take that seed and plant it because they see the harvest. That's what is prompting them. Fear of the future, anxiety, worry are all indications of a lack, a life lack of faith. You can't see the future, you don't believe in the future, and because of that, your presence, your present condition becomes very miserable. 
Therefore, it's very crucial for you to make sure your faith dimension is active and alive. Especially faith in God. That is a higher level of faith. I like to belabor this point because I don't want to be misunderstood. Faith in God does not mean you fold your arms and do nothing. It means that you believe the promises that God has made concerning you. You align yourself with who God says you are. You believe it, you speak it out, you live it out. You are not the result of some cosmic accident. God created you in his image and likeness. That means a lot. It means that if you are created in God's image and likeness, and God says that you are good, because everything he created, he said it was good. You have to start operating from that understanding. You can't let the pigmentation of your skin, your economic background, where you were born, who gave birth to you, to limit you. When you start understanding that God's love for you is boundless, he truly does, that you are special in his eyes, that the very hair on your head has been numbered, and that he has promised to be with you always, even to the end of the age. And that greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. When you begin to understand all this and believe it, you cannot be stopped because you're not going to rely on what other people tell you. You're not going to rely on other people's expectation of you. No matter how people look at you, you will know you are already valuable because in the eyes of God, your creator, you are. It's important to believe this. It's important to know who you are. Very important. If not, it's going to be difficult to deal with the obstacles and challenges that are going to come to you. A lot of people mistaken that walking by faith is supposed to be devoid of challenges is supposed to be devoid of failure, is supposed to be devoid of mistakes, is supposed to be devoid of struggles, is supposed to be devoid of pain, is supposed to be devoid of any inconveniences. That is a big lie. All those people that make progress, they had to push against a lot of stereotypes. They had to push against a lot of obstacles. They had to push against a lot of rejection and failures. A lot of people talk about Thomas Edison with his uh, light bulb filament experiment. Some accounts say he tried 10,000 times. Some say 1,000 times. It doesn't really matter how many times he tried. He tried many times. Why did he keep trying? It's faith. He was seeing what most people were not seeing. 
in order to deal with failure, in order to deal with setbacks, in order to deal with disappointments, in order to deal with the mistakes you're going to make, because you're going to make mistakes, you've already made some, you're going to make some more, you have to understand how to operate by faith. It's very important. Because faith is going to give you the ability to see the future. It's going to give you the ability to make use of the past. It's going to give you the ability to maximize the present. And that is a lifestyle that it is going to make you successful. It's going to help you be able to live up to your full potential. I'm sharing my story. I stand by it. I don't want you to, 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 to have any self-pity on me. When I was a kid in elementary school, I had no shoes. I don't know what your own lack is. That didn't stop me. Come from very humble beginnings. It's part of my story. And that is why I'm able to have this conversation with you because of where I was born, how I was raised. Those things are not liabilities. I don't wish to be anybody else. I'm very happy with my lot in life. And my desire and hope for you is that you're going to come to terms with the fact that you were born in the right place at the right time by the right parents and that you are living in one of the most exciting times ever. Don't wish to have been born in the 20s because in the 20s, while we had a rolling 20s in the United States, chicken, two chickens in every garage, a car in, uh, two chickens in, in every pot, a car in every garage, there were people who were still struggling. There are people who are, who are going to be struggling no matter what is going on. You are here at the right time. Get excited. In the last episode, I talked about being laid off for my first job. I had four kids, my wife, my mother-in-law were looking up to me. I wasn't having the work visa to go get another job. The economy was horrible and the pressure was mounting. I can laugh about it now, but back then in 2009, I was crying, I was weeping, lamenting, because the way out was not evident. Remember, I said when I came to the United States, I had been given counsel to change my student visa to, a, to permanent residency, and I had three options. I could declare political asylum, I could get married. I mean, those are the only two options when I just came. I couldn't make use of those options. First, I was already married. Secondly, I didn't flee from my country of birth. I came here as a student. When I said I was going to stand my ground and do it right, I was told, you're crazy. You're going to suffer. Life is going to be very difficult for you. I chose the hard way. 
I chose the narrow path. I chose to go by my convictions. I chose to stand for character. I chose to do what I considered to be right. I could not, in a good conscience, fake a marriage because I wanted to change my legal status and get a green card. I could not, out of good faith, lie that I was fleeing political persecution when that was not my case. It's my life, it's my story, and that is what I stand for. When you make declarations, when you make a stand, you are going to be tried. It's going to be difficult. Maybe right now, as you're listening to me, you are in a very tight corner because you refuse to cook the numbers for your boss or your company. You've refused to compromise in one way or the other. And now things appear to be really difficult. It seems as if there's just no way out. I just want you to imagine a little bit. Just imagine. Try to, try, to, try to wear my shoes. I've been laid off. I'm having a family. We are in a, a, a city that we've lived just for one year. No serious contacts. And we are beginning to try and figure out what to do. I turn left. I turn right. And those voices started coming in. I remember somebody asking me, you came to this country. It's, it's been almost seven, seven, eight years, and you didn't solve your paper problem or situation. You didn't change your papers. You didn't do everything within your power to get a green card or something. What were you thinking? You know, they were right. What was I thinking? I was thinking that I would do it the right way. I was thinking that God had a plan and that a plan was going to be executed, but here I was, I'm in a bind. We had to get out of the house immediately. We're not having enough money to keep paying for the house since the salary had stopped. That is when we made the decision that I was going, that we were going to move back to, the, to, to Texas. But before we did that, we had to sell everything that we had in the house. We posted pictures of our stuff on our credit list. Few people showed up. People were not willing to buy. We had to beg people to come and take our stuff for free because we had to get rid of everything and empty the house. Hired a U-Haul and put in a few essentials. And Texas, ready or not, here we come. The reason we chose to move back to Texas is because as an international student, now I was working as a, on an H-1B visa. I had to go back to school to make sure I maintain my legal status. And the University of Texas at Dallas that I just graduated from we figured out that it would be easier for me to get into the MBA program in that university 
so that I could stay in the country legally. Here I was, no job, no papers, and the only option I had at that moment was to go back to school and start spending money that I was not having. Difficult, isn't it? Walking by faith is not for the faint-hearted. Walking by faith is not something that is going to come without a price. You will have to learn how to stand your ground and do what is right, not what is popular, not what is trending, not what comes naturally. You have to be a person of character. You have to stand for what is right. And I just stand here to tell you that through it all, I've come to believe that walking by faith will always pay. There is going to be a way out no matter how difficult the situation gets. While I wrap up today, I want to leave you with this. It doesn't really matter what you are facing right now. It doesn't really matter how difficult things are for you. The purpose of this conversation is to encourage you to hang in there. I don't want to do it just with your own strength alone. If you don't yet have faith in God, it's possible for you too. You can ask Jesus to come into your life. You can surrender to him. That is a conversation that we can have. If you wouldn't mind, reach out to me. My number is on the screen. There is an email on the screen. EternalKingdom101 at gmail.com. Send in your questions, your concerns, and we're going to take care of you. I want to thank you so much for listening. Next time we're going to continue. What happened when we moved back to Texas? The school and many other things that unfold. By the way, I've written about it in here. It's a very small book. Quick read. You can grab it. You'll be glad you did. Don't only get a copy for yourself. Get a copy for some other person. And let's continue to spread this uplifting message. You have been listening to Dr. Eric Tangumonkem with IEM Approach, where we inspire, equip, and motivate people to discover God's great potential in them, develop that potential, and deploy it. See you next time.